Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Need expert advice on your family's health? Speak to us today at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. The Netflix series One Day is proving a huge hit and I guess people are enjoying the nostalgic boards but people are loving the nostalgic music as well. And then during the week, David Nichols, who wrote the original novel One Day, he released the kind of fictional mixtape that the character Emma made for the character Dexter so a fictional mixtape made by fictional, fictional people but uh, and people lost it completely and were thrilled with that uh, Jen Gannon hello hello how are is you? the mixtape having a moment I think so I think like when people were watching one day and you can see it's kind of it's really visceral I think where that image of like Dex putting the cassette into you know the, the tape player and hearing those songs that she chose specifically for him and it's very nostalgic for people because I think in most people's lives we've either made a mixtape for somebody assembled one for somebody or we're given one as like I don't know a device to woo you yeah, as a potential yeah. you know girlfriend boyfriend or to impress you like that's the thing with the mixtape so I think you should, know, we, should we before we get into it should we explain to the kids listen <laughs> maybe start with what is a cassette yeah. and what, what a, what a mixtape is I mean, was yeah because I think I think they've have we lost this art of the mixtapes now because you have playlists and like I think people you have Spotify or you have streaming services where you have every song at your fingertips and the mixtape was very different because you were relying on your own record collection. You had to, you know, get gather it together, pick out certain songs that you wanted to, you know, pick for people like to listen to very carefully curated yeah. every time and, you know, press like play record on your tape deck and either play like have it on another cassette or have it on vinyl um, the records that you wanted to choose. And that's the thing you couldn't budge from your track listing like you can delete everything you can delete your whole playlist or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you had to know exactly what songs you wanted to pick for your, for your mixtape and that was really important and it was really important because it was you showing off what records you had and what music you're into and I think that's such a huge so was deal it, Was it showing off or was it like hidden messages of, of love? Both yeah. I think like I mean if you got a mixtape from somebody that we were potentially attracted okay. to it was a big deal and you were like the FBI like the CIA going through the song's lyrics going is this a hidden message is this what they're trying to say to me is this their real feelings like and that was before you could actually look up lyrics as well so if you were getting a lyric wrong I think it was somebody okay. telling you that they loved you and it wasn't at all like that's that was a whole other side of confusion but I do think you know as younger people as teenagers songs are like so important to you like they're the way that you express yourself and that, what better way to do it? If you're inarticulate, if you're awkward, if you're shy, why don't you let Marcy take care of things and tell <laughs> the girl the, of the, the object of your affection how much you like her? And I think so that the, was so the So these were the love, song, the love letters back in the day in a way but with plausible deniability as well exactly you're yeah. you're removed enough to go well you, you're reading too deeply into that <laughs> I wasn't thinking that at all it's just a great song or whatever and I think you know that's the thing because if you were embarrassed and you didn't want to nobody like as a teenager wants to face to face have an emotional conversation or whatever that they did it for you the mixtape said everything for you if yeah. that was the reason you were giving somebody a mixtape but also there was different reasons like sometimes you were making them because you literally wanted 
wanted to show off and you wanted to be like, hey, I have such eclectic taste. I bet you haven't heard, you know, this can yeah. be side or whatever. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm into Kraut Rock, that kind of stuff. There was a lot of, you know, puffing out your chest as well about how cool you were with yeah. the mixtape. So was it largely boys giving the, giving them to girls? I think that that's all. I think it's always been that way yeah. in a way. Like, I mean, I, I would always reciprocate with the mixtape as well. And like, I think, you know, music itself, it's such a time machine. It is a time capsule. Like, yeah. so when you're, you know, given those mixtapes, I think it's funny to think back up on them because they're not all amazing songs. There were songs that came out at the time. I think like you could probably accuse me of putting too many Catatonia album tracks on, okay. on a mixtape or whatever. But like, I do think... What is she trying to tell me with these Catatonia? Road rage. She can't even drive. <laughs> but like, you know, I think it was a male-dominated thing because I think music, like growing up at that, like around that time in the 90s, it was still seen as a loaded kind of thing. Like, you know, sports and music were guy kind of things. And really? Yeah. Yeah, I do think so. Like, and I think, So the boy would gift his... T- he'd, I'll tell I'll educate you about music. Exactly. Is that the Exactly. But like as girls, you, you know, if you're into music, you would be like, no, I want to get one up on you. And here's my taste. And I bet you don't, you know, listen to like the 60s girl groups or whatever. You're not into like the Phil Spector wall of sound. So, you you know, you were giving it back as well. But I do think it was one of those things that as a young guy, it was a great thing to do to profess your feelings for somebody or to show off. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it was also a way for guys who maybe like, you know, wanted to be a little bit creative but that that might not have been frowned upon by their peers because like there might be a, a title on it there might be a bit of artwork as well on Definitely. the cassette case wouldn't there? I mean like and also where do you see handwritten anything anymore except yeah. for a birthday card like you would have to like write like the track list in you would write it out and then include maybe some photocopied artwork like it was very into like <laughs> DIY kind yeah, of stuff where you're yeah. cutting out pictures from the enemy of like Jason Pierce or whoever and sticking it into like the inlay card you were making it your own album and it was very personal and I think that's what we're kind of missing with you were you know usually when you would listen to these things it wasn't like around the kitchen table with your family or whatever you were listening to them on your Walkman either going to and from school or lying in bed and it was a very intimate kind of situation to have like with somebody Do you think kids don't have that same intimacy with music in a way now that it's kind of everywhere all the time? I think it's too I I hate to say like music is devalued in a way but I do think because it's everywhere and it's so easily accessible because Sometimes at mixtapes, you were filling in the gaps of somebody else's record collection because you couldn't afford to buy all these albums. So somebody would be like to you, you don't have that Velvet Underground album, I'll throw in a few tracks for you. Or like something, somebody like me, I was reading The Enemy and Melody Maker religiously and I would see lyrics by Love, like Arthur Lee's Love. And they're insane lyrics from Forever Changes. Like they're out there. I'm wondering what that sounded like. What, what, What did Love sound like? Because you couldn't just like you know, type it into, there was no internet to type yes. it in. You had to wait around to save up to buy the album. You see, so if there are kids listening, you know, their minds are blown by all yeah, this. Like that. A, we bought these kind of dirty, uh, inky magazines to yeah. find out about new music, like, and, and then the fact that, 
even if you found out about it, like, you then had to kind of go and find it and pay money for it. You had it. to take the risk with the money that you saved up it. and you didn't know if you were going to like it at all. And, like, I remember going into a record shop and by accident buying a magazine album when I was supposed to buy television because I got them confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, worked out in the end. They're both amazing. But, like, that was the thing. You were, you know, so with the mixtape, anybody could help you out then. Your friends could help you out and go, I've got this love album. Like, and that's how I ended up here in love because an old boyfriend of mine was like, oh, my God, I have the album. Don't worry, I'll, I'll you know, give it to you. And that was, like, an amazing, you know, musical journey. So, so there me. was a practical level to it, but... In fairness, it was it was mainly like a kind of part of that magic romance of being young as well, wasn't Definitely. it? Definitely. Do you have do you have um, particular mixtape memories, Jen? I do. I've loads. Like, I mean, I you know names will not be used. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, my first proper boyfriend, I think, he used to make me a mixtape every month. Nearly, I had loads of them. Like, and it had everything on it, and you felt very special. It felt very special to have something tactile, like a, a proper you know yeah. gift to give somebody. It's better than flowers because but then the you know the kind of tricky thing is those songs are very much associated with that person so I know everybody has been in a relationship where you know the Detroitist afterwards you're kind of thinking I never want to hear that band again or I never want to hear that song again but I will say after the dust settles for you know years <laughs> later it's it's very it's a lovely thing it's really nostalgic then to you're zoomed back into that time and place and I think that's nothing else does that like music does that yeah absolutely so Brad texter Brendan my 16 year old says they do share music and music is not devalued. Okay. Of well, course, I'm glad to course. hear that. Yeah. I'm delighted to hear that. I just think sometimes I feel because it is everywhere and it's so easily available, does it feel special and rare still? But I'm sure it does. For every generation, they're all screaming it, at the radio. It, it, exactly, going, you see. Yeah, yeah. like our, our parents are probably thinking, you didn't have to go to his master's voice and buy at 78 <laughs> to hear the latest from Vera Lynn or whatever. You, the music doesn't matter to you anymore, but it matters to every generation differently. My 14-year-old son loves music. I pay for a monthly family. Spotify subscription, yet he's big into the old school method of listening to his eclectic collection. He has a Walkman and made mixtapes, spending time designing tape insert covers. Ah, and he asked for a record player for Christmas. He's now building his vinyl collection. Lovely to see a new appreciation of and for music. So the vinyl came back. Did the cassettes kind of, was there, a, there's been there an is, attempt to bring back cassettes, is there? There is. It's kind of the most forgotten in format in a way, the cassette, and it's really cheap to, you know, produce cassettes and they are coming back. Artists are kind of canny artists like Kylie Minogue. She's putting all her back, ca- back catalogue on cassette because she knows her fans were the generation that grew up with cassettes and playing yeah. her albums on their Walkman. So I think that's really clever and she's putting all her new stuff out on cassettes as well and I think there's something with the mixtape as a term. I know artists like Charlie XCX and Azealia Banks, they were doing these mixtapes where they would introduce new music and kind of, you know, mashups and everything and rare stuff that they wouldn't be putting on their physical proper release. So it has this kind of cachet to it where it's underground, it's indie, it's passed around between fans and you'll never get that on a proper release so there's something special about it. So I think that way with the cassette, it's kind of cool now. Yeah, it's rituals too, isn't it? Like Definitely. a lot of like it was to rewind all these the rituals. Like. Your favorite song, you have to rewind it yeah. to play it again. And I love that. I love the way, like with vinyl, you have the crackle and that sound and that warmth yeah. to it. But the cassette, it could kind of get warped 
because you were playing it so much like the the sound was very distorted and then you you sometimes had to sell a tape the 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 tape would break as well (laughs) it's many a mixtape we made when the late great Larry Gogan would count down the top 10 in the 80s or when listening to Radio Luxembourg late at night happy memory says Louisa May remember that you'd be poised like with the with the record you had to press record and play because like Often it was only you, when something came up on the radio it was the only time you could get it. The Pearls of Buying Music, a friend of mine asked his parents for either a Who or a Jam album. He received a Wham album. Very, <laughs> very, very good. Uh, I received several mixtapes from girlfriends, including my now wife. That's nice. Um, so, uh, I mean, I think with that one where you're like taping off the radio, that was the most exciting thing because as I said you couldn't afford to get everything so you're, you're waiting you're always waiting to go when will he play Dreams by Gabrielle so yeah. we can tape it like. Dave Fanning would often issue like I don't know would you call them trigger warnings or whatever but Dave Fanning was pretty good at like letting people know <laughs> something coming up you'll be wanting to tape and I won't, I'll try, I won't talk over the beginning I won't beginning talk over the, the outro yeah, Listen yeah. I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of people of a certain age having very warm uh, warm bittersweet memories there on on mixtapes. Okay, Jen Gannon, thanks a million. We'll take a break.